The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Olive Podcast. I'm Janine, Olive's deputy editor and podcast host, and each episode I'll be catching up with chefs, cookery writers, and characters from the food scene in Britain and beyond. Join us each week to expand your food knowledge as our guests share 10 things we need to know about the specialist subject. And do listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where they also reveal their top cooking cheats, hacks, and shortcuts. Okay, I'm delighted to welcome Morgan McGlynn Carr back to the podcast today. Morgan is the owner of award-winning independent cheese shop, Cheeses of Muswell Hill, a regular cheese awards judge and the resident cheese expert on Channel 4's Sunday Brunch. She's also the author of two books, The Modern Cheese Maker, The Modern Cheese Board, and is currently writing her third, The Complete Cheese Parent Cookbook, which is fortuitous as today we're talking all about cheese and wine watching. Hi. Hi, welcome Morgan. (laughs) Thank you. How is the book going? I've just finished it. Really? (laughs) A little bit over the uh, the date it should have been done, but it's all done. It's all done and delivered. And you just had a baby, so something else that you just delivered. So I just, I entered the text maybe four or five hours before. Oh my God. um, Georgie. (laughs) Fantastic. Um, and that's going to be out, I think, early next year, isn't it? Yes, I think it's May. So yeah. pre-order, I think you can pre-order now or pre-order in January. I'm not Brilliant. sure. Brilliant. Fantastic. Check. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. <laughs> um, so yeah, cheese and wine. It, it's such a fascinating subject. And actually, you know, you can get quite deep with it and go into quite a lot of detail. But today I thought we just we just basically go through some some rules using a lot of your knowledge as, yeah. a, as a cheesemonger as well, because I know that it's, it's something that you're a big fan of. Yeah. Um, first of all, could you just share with us some basic rules that we should be keeping in mind when we're looking at cheese and wine matching? Yeah, so again, it's all about your taste as well. So a lot of this is down to what your personal preferences are but for me I stick to a few um and we get people in the shop often asking which cheeses go with what but some of the house rules are um you know you don't have to have red and white you can go for sparkling you can also try a rosé in summer you can mix it up if you want to there's no real set rules okay um I like that the, the rules are there's no set there rules really isn't. <laughs> and I think that's true for most parents yeah. as well you know you really just want to experiment drink as much wine and eat as much cheese as you can and you'll find your perfect pairing that's one of the rules um and um it's sensible to pair cheeses with wines that aren't going to overpower them same vice versa yeah. you don't want a wine that's going to completely overpower the taste of the cheese and you don't want a really really strong blue that's going to overpower the taste of you know a light uh, okay. wine um because it doesn't work so quite well. match them in intensity Try and match them intensity yeah and acidity so um again that's it so we've got the um, saltiness of a cheese can really enhance um, the wine's characteristics as well. So you've got lots and lots of examples that I'll come on to. Um, And... There's things like sweet wines, which at this time of year we're moving into now because of Stilton's. Yeah. So really obvious things like port and Stilton work really well because port's such a strong sweet wine Mm. and Stilton is such a bold flavour. So they work really nicely together. But as I said, you want to experiment and kind of 
try for yourself I think, yeah, as well. I think that's that's a good show actually I also wanted to talk about when to serve cheese because we're so used to being it served at the end of a meal yeah you know which I think is where the port red wine thing comes yes. in um but I think you're a fan of you know serving it as an aperitif yeah, roll. I think it's quite an unpopular opinion because we do get stuck in those traditions that the cheese ball comes out at the end of dinner and it's actually you end up being full maybe not enjoying it as much yeah. as you could especially if you're eating quite a bit so I absolutely love serving like a small cheese board when my guests get there yeah you know on the table even doing little pairings set up for them so putting together a cracker a piece of cheese and a bit of chutney ready to eat yeah um or a little slab of brie and some crackers on the side you can always serve another one at the end of the meal yeah um but I actually think it's really nice to enjoy it yeah. especially when you're a little bit hungry I feel like you appreciate it more yeah and your taste buds are quite clean at that yeah. point aren't they like you haven't eaten lots of different things exactly. so you will enjoy the the distinct flavors yeah, more definitely and if you're talking about wines as well yeah you know when people arrive you do tend to give them a glass of champagne or prosecco yeah so having a really nice light soft cheese for them to dig into and then maybe after the meal you can oh, or yeah. with the meal you can have a red or a stronger white yeah that will work nicely with those cheeses later on so it's all about finding out what you love yeah. um and then serving your guests otherwise you'll end up with the cheese board left over and you'll be eating it on Sunday morning, hungover. I think I've seen on your on your website. Do you do like little little boards with yes. sm- tiny little glasses? Yes. That you Because I love this side. Because I think like bringing some fun into it. Yeah. You know, as a, a, you know, we're coming up to to Christmas soon, and obviously people are loving the cheese boards and stuff. Yeah. But actually say giving people a, a, a small flight of different wines yeah, so or different drinks to have with different cheeses it's so lovely isn't yeah, it yeah we're actually doing one tomorrow an event at the shop okay um where we're doing exactly that you have six small glasses of wine yeah. which you can top up this doesn't mean you have to have a tiny glass but it just gives you a little taster with the cheese yeah so it's a really nice way of doing it you can do it at home really easily as well we've done it before with little shot glasses yeah where you just do a small taster of maybe five or six wines with five or six cheeses that work really nicely together and like you said it's a bit different yeah. you can do some cute you know um tablescaping with it and it's a bit <laughs> different than just plonking a, yeah. a glass of wine on the table with a chunk of cheese so, yeah. yeah and it also you know brings in that that element um i think the last time we talked we we talked a lot about about sharing boards and stuff because you, you did that fantastic book with all yes. of the different um variety boards in there with the cheeses on and it it, it was actually a massive trend on Instagram and TikTok, Once, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And I think that people really like that because they, they like the like DIY element, but yeah. they like the fact that you can just recreate that at home. So Yeah, so yeah. I think actually it's moved now slightly with this, the next book. You're looking at actually breaking those pairings down specific whereas those yeah. boards were so vast. loaded yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was literally like party you know every day whereas yeah. these are more about um you know sitting down with a glass of wine yeah. and a few cheeses you can do that on your own yeah. you don't have to have 50 <laughs> people you can have your own party yeah. which is actually quite nice and yeah. we found that especially in the shop people tend to buy wine for two or three you know two people at home true, having a cozy night true, in yeah so we want to make sure we're catering to that as well as these big christmas parties cool um so it's really nice having just little bits of a few brilliant yeah looking at wine what are the characteristics that we need to bear in mind things like 
tannin sweetness acidity yeah acidity is a strong one that's kind of something you really want to have a look at yeah so um the more acidic the wine the more it cuts through the fattiness in the food and obviously cheese is quite unfortunately a fatty cheese (laughs) a fatty wonderfully fatty cheese (laughs) a massively fatty food um so you want the acidity of the wine to be the same or higher than the cheese so then you know that you're getting the right balance basically yeah, yeah. and they work really really well together okay so i've got some examples yeah please yeah um so for a cheese group like soft yeah um this is kind of wines are a winner because soft cheese is so fatty yeah and dense you want to have a look at maybe a crisp sparkling wine that has a wonderful texture and it's got that brilliant contrast to the gooey soft cheese. Okay. That's a really, really good one. So, so what kind of soft cheeses are we talking about? So like, like a brie, a camembert. Oh, yeah. There's so like what lovely rindy, soft, yeah. buttery kind and of. you want like a bright and light wine. Yeah. That goes really nice with that. Or champagne. Yeah. Champagne and brie is like the go-to. Really? Like yeah, I love it. I could have it all day. I mean, you can tell <laughs> I've not had cheese and wine for nine months. Um, but yeah, that's a fantastic pairing. And I think that works in so many ways. Yeah. Um, just because it's it's beautiful. The bubbles are fantastic. They're light and lovely on your palate. And then you've got this gooey, indulgent, ridiculously naughty cheese. Yeah. And they go so well together. Fantastic. So yeah, that's that. a good one. That's a good one. Um, and then if you're moving on to um, semi-firm cheeses like Gouda, this is where you really want to start introducing some reds nothing too heavy um but they go really nicely with gouders and cheddars yeah. so for example i've got pinot noir um with gouda is a really really nice pairing lovely because you've got the nutty sweetness of the gouda and you've got that slightly rich but not too overpowering taste of the wine that pairs really nicely great yeah um and then hard cheeses so hard cheese is fantastic with quite a bold red yeah this is where it really comes into its own you can go wild with this because hard cheese the characteristics the saltiness can actually pair really well with quite a heavy strong wine yeah and it's not going to be overpowered okay so just experiment you know your bold reds go really really nicely with aged cheddars or you know even like a parmesan it's fantastic because those salt crystals yeah is brilliant brilliant with like strong red lovely so wash rind cheeses for example like a stinking bishop or an apois yeah they're strong flavors they're really they're strong really aren't they yeah bold. so you want to make sure you're having something that can level out or be even a little bit stronger than that taste of the cheese yeah. um so again i would you know go for a bold red or even a sparkling wine it's oh, quite really? nice with it yeah oh, okay so we've often done like a nice sparkling english wine with an apois and yeah they balance out really well a lot to do with the texture as well because you've got that gooey stickiness. oh yeah so again it's kind of cutting cutting yeah, through it really the yeah wow um and then blues which i think everybody knows about you know blues are strong so you want those bold reds and like we said port is amazing mm. um for blue cheese yeah and traditionally in the shop we actually do a small baby stilton and we scoop out the inside and pour port into the middle. Mm. So it's a really nice way of serving those two together. So what do you, you do, want. like scoop it up and just have the, yeah. sort of, do you mush it together? Or? No, you kind of just keep scooping. Oh, really? Slowly oh, so in. it just kind of has it, yeah, kind of sinks a, into the cheese. And it's a really old traditional way of doing it, but it's fantastic. And it's a great way of trying wine and cheese, like we said, in a different capacity. Yeah, like too. in a more celebratory yeah. or... Yeah, yeah. No, so they great. work really nicely together. And a good way to drink all the way through your yes, cheese board. exactly. <laughs> Love it.
So there's this saying I've often heard that things that grow together go together. Yes. Um, can we talk about a couple of regional parents maybe? Um, I know I've previously had um, Comte with Jura wine, yes. which is um, a, quite a famous one. Are there any yeah. more like that? So you've got things like Sauvignon Blanc, which is fantastic with the regional goat's cheeses as well. Okay. Because you've got the tanginess of the goat and then again that lightness of the wine. So the... The idea behind Grows Together, Goes Together is more to do with that. If you are struggling to find a wine pairing, it's fantastic oh, to try yeah. things that have been made, you know, a couple of miles yeah. apart because they tend to work really nicely together. Even better if you can find a um, a farm that's doing cheese and wine. Yeah. That's incredible. So we actually have one in the UK called Sharpen. And they do a beautiful, light, crumbly cheese. And they do sharp and sparkling wine. Oh, okay. And they're amazing together. together. yeah. So it just, it's all about experimenting. Yeah. But that's kind of an easy rule. So have a look at regional um, I think they're really, wines. yeah, they're kind of really good at this in France and Italy, aren't yeah. they, as well? Because things tend to get, like, hyper-regional. Yeah. So you will get that, you know, like the Jura Comte thing. You will get a cheese that is served with a, a very particular wine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they tend to work well. So we talked about the cheese and wine thing, but bearing in mind everything you've said about matching the cheese with the wine, can we go back to the cheeses and maybe throw in an extra pairing in there since yeah. that's the book that you're kind yes. of working on um, so for each just, of the styles? Yeah, so there's <laughs> quite a few different ones. Um, so... They actually come down to categories. So if yeah. we start with fresh. Yeah. Um, Just something unusual that people might not have come across before. Yeah. So I've actually got mascarpone um, with dark chocolate. Oh, wow. It's one of my favourites. Yeah. So just pure indulgence. Both of them work really well together because chocolate is really lovely and rich. And then yeah. you've got this light mascarpone that's creamy. So those two elements work really nicely. That's oh, one of my favourites. That's favorites. amazing one, yeah. So what about um, soft cheese? Um, so like... Brie de Sauvignon, that's like a really soft, indulgent cheese. And I love that with black truffles, apple and pickled walnuts. Oh, yeah. So that's just basically a meal in itself. If you put that on a cracker, that's yeah. kind of the perfect starter or you could have it when your guests arrive. It's amazing. Together. And if you can't get what, how would you get the black truffle? Because obviously not a lot of people so can get them. So you have the little jars, you know, where they oh, preserve Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fine to yeah. Use that if you just see that in some thin Tiny slices. slivers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I love that one. Okay, what about an unusual one for a hard cheese? So mimolette. So this is the cheese you may have seen on social media is a huge round cheese with an orange interior. Yeah. And it takes two or three of us to cut into it in the shop because it's that hard. <laughs> but it's actually beautiful, beautiful. With is that because it's been aged for so long? Yeah. So yeah. we actually have three different varieties of it. One starts at 12 months and you're going right up to three years old. Wow. Um, and this is the cheese with the mites. Yeah, so it's got tiny little holes tiny on little the surface. Yes. But they're not, they won't do you any no, harm. No harm at all. Um, <laughs> and they do actually enhance the flavour of the cheese. Yeah. But because it's that strong and it's got a toffee-esque yeah. taste to it, it's amazing with cantaloupe melon. Oh, wow. Really, really nice. Because yeah. that's like really dewy sweet, yeah. isn't it? So completely contrasting. So really, really good. Fantastic. Great. And what about something unusual for blue? So Cabrales cheese, that's a really strong Spanish, yeah. almost spicy. Um, and I love that with homemade honeycomb. So honeycomb, not like the gooey stuff in the middle of a crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so very, very yummy together. So that's two. like a really nice, brings a sweetness, that exactly. balances well, it's it all got out. that saltiness of the cheese and the ridiculously sweet honeycomb. Yeah. And they work so well together. I love those. Those are fantastic. But it just shows you that you can, you know... Um, 
bring in all different kinds of yeah, things and exactly. you don't just have to stick to your pickled onions no. or your chutney which we love anyway absolutely love like we're not going to take away from the fact that they're amazing with cheese but i think it's really really nice to experiment yeah so have your own pairings like you know if you love turkish delight find a cheese that works really well yeah. with it um because it's it's lovely and there's so many different kinds of pairings you can go with as i said we do a lot in the book yeah um but yeah cool okay as i mentioned before christmas is coming soon so is there anything special we can wheel out to wow to wow our guests so for me christmas is indulgence you yeah. know you're trying to be really really good up until december and then it all goes out yeah. the window you can eat what you want and you can drink what you want so if you're going on that i love a triple cream cheese so something really ridiculously rich and i love that with kind of a, a dry sparkling and if you're looking for a party piece yeah so our party piece of this year would be something like a langra cheese which is a small washed rind French cheese, and it has a small little dip in the top. You may have seen it. Oh, okay. And what you do is you pour champagne over the top. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> it's, so it's quite decadent. The, yeah, it's ridiculous. But actually, you can put anything on. Yeah. You know, anything sparkling and white is beautiful. Yeah. And what happens is the bubbles penetrate the cheese, so it creates a more creamy um, texture to it, Yeah. whereas the middle stays crumbly and oh, gorgeous. Wow. So it's well worth giving it a try. And it's not expensive it's something that's quite easily available yeah um and it's a really good one if you want to wow your guests without too much effort yeah definitely nice. how do you i mean how do you with christmas come in i, I know how mad it is in the cheese shop yeah. i've queued outside it <laughs> how do you kind of approach that putting together a cheese board for christmas each year and doing something do you always try and find something different yeah. i mean are you constantly looking around for Massively. new things yeah so i normally would be at the world cheese awards obviously this year yeah, i wasn't I able to go but i did have a lot of spies for me did you feeding me information back and oh. telling me what was amazing um so lots of the influence of the shop comes from that yeah so cheeses that maybe you've never heard of or things that have actually just developed and got really amazing recently yeah. with the, you know, the current cheese making. So we this year are going to do a box of 10 must have cheeses and five must have cheeses. Yeah. So we almost take the guessing work out of it. Yeah. And then they've got the pairings on there and also where the cheeses come from and who makes them. So a little bit of Love information. That, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's all trial and error. So lots yeah. of tasting at this time of year, which yeah. is nice. But as you said, um, you know, obviously we talked about throughout the podcast, it is, and I, and you can probably attest to this, having written an entire book on it, <laughs> but you must have drank a lot of wine and eaten a lot of cheese yes. to get to your conclusions. Yeah, I think, as I said, it's about experimenting. Yeah. Um, there's things that are set in stone, they work beautifully together and that will never change. For a reason, yeah. yeah. But I think it's really, really nice to try new things as well. Like yeah. I said, we when I do travel and someone brings up, I was just telling you about the fruit. Yeah. So... Um, something we featured in the book was having these gorgeous peaches in ice and because it's so warm in the north of Italy what they do is they serve them in a big bowl of ice and you take them out you take a chunk and you you scoop gorgonzola dolce oh on God. top I mean that's like amazing yeah um so finding pairings like that by just traveling around and seeing what they've been doing for years but maybe we don't know too much about yeah. in the UK is really exciting that is gorgeous um, and i'm sure lots of people have been doing some yeah. abroad and yeah oh well thanks so much for coming to chat to us today morgan <laughs> you've given us tons to think about oh, and loads good. of great ways to put wine and cheese and other pairings together but thank you for coming to chat thank to us. you thank you for listening to the olive podcast for recipes and more information head to olivemagazine.com 
Do remember to listen out for our effortless bonus episodes where our guests reveal their best cooking cheats, hacks and shortcuts. And don't forget to subscribe at iTunes, Acast, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.